Wall fans, welcome to yet another exciting edition of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. This is episode 20, and I decided to complicate things. I'm actually getting some echo in my headphones right now. If you're, if you're on Facebook, uh, or really, I think it's just on Facebook, uh, especially if you're on the page, you should see we have a little live stream going right now. So if you're just listening, it might be a little boring at times, but bear with us. Uh, we're going to upload this to the YouTube channel as well. That's going to be coming. Uh, hey, John Michael. An uncle guy. Got my uncle on here right now. There's going to be more people joining, I know. Uh, I kind of sent out the word <laughs> a little late in the day. Uh, but we're, we're going to get right into things. If you're new to the podcast, uh, thanks for joining. You can always you can subscribe via uh, all the big ones. iTunes. It's also on Google Play. Uh, and uh, also any of your favorite podcast uh, like apps and, and websites and everything. I'm finding constantly that it's on new. Um, hey, uncle guy. Uh, oh, man, Kevin's on too. Here comes the critiques. Uh, so <laughs> I'm finding every week that it's on like a new website or podcast app that I don't even know about. So really just search Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, we're also on Twitter, at Tell the Wall Pod. Uh, I'll, admittedly, I don't do a lot with the Twitter. It's usually just promoting other people. <laughs> That's what I tend to do there. Um, and as always, you can follow my, uh, my personal account on Twitter. Twitter, which is at Magic Muppet, or just search my name, Sean O'Rourke. You don't have to put in the one and only, uh, but search my name, Sean O'Rourke. Uh, so, like I said, more people are joining right now. Uh, I decided to make things more difficult. We are doing a little Facebook Live here. We, we got a lot of requests, and I talked about it on the last episode that we could potentially be doing this. I'm hoping that everyone's getting enough audio. Um, you know, I've got like a cell phone sitting over here. That That's the technology we deal with. I have a GoPro and all this other stuff, but Facebook's like, no. Use your phone, because that's how it works, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, but we are doing that, so if you are, you know, just sitting around at home, right now, which is funny because no one can, no one's actually going to hear this. The audio is not going to upload until tomorrow, but I wanted to get some interactivity. So make sure you subscribe as well um, to, to watching, watching the videos. And I can promise you one thing. <laughs> we're not going to, if you're new to the show, we're not political here at Go Tell It to the Wall. We're just, we're not. And I know there was a lot of politics going on today. A lot of politics. Uh, this is going to be your escape from James Comey and everything else, which is, except for one thing. Uh-oh, now Darshan's on. Except for one thing I will say, because I've touched on this before. We don't get political here, uh, but there's, I always bring up like kind of common sense things. That is the main theme here at Go Tell It to the Wall. And one thing I noticed today, and it's the same thing that I'm always noticing, like when, when there was the whole thing at, with Trump at the NATO summit or whatever it was, and, and he's pushing his way to the front. And it's so funny because you have people on both sides that are like, oh, Trump is in so much trouble. He's done. And then other people are like, oh, Trump just got exonerated. And it's like, like it, it's head spinning. It's really head spinning. Uh, but that's the extent of politics. That's all we're going to do. Um, it, it, it's just the common sense side of it. We're not changing anyone's minds. It's, it's just simply not happening. I would love to. Uh, I, you know, I don't get into my personal politics. But as you, as, as you know, if you've listened, I'm a bit of a dirty hippie. I am pro same-sex marriage. I am pro medical marijuana. I am pro a lot of things uh, that, that you, I guess you could construe as, as being liberal. Uh, but again, I am not. I am not. A liberal. I'm a registered independent. I usually, I just like to use common sense. You know, we build people up, we care for people, uh, and therefore I have those kinds of views. So, all right, a little more social. I don't have a lot of social stuff today. As if you've listened before, like I'm always searching for new content 
content is like a hot button word here at go tell it to the wall um and when everything's just so full of political stuff there's nothing for me to talk about but i do want to point out if you have been living under a rock uh, one thing to follow in the social media space is on Twitter, and that would be the Wendy's. That's right, Wendy's Twitter account. Uh, it is social gold. It is social media gold. It is incredibly entertaining, uh, and you, you, you'll just get entertainment out of it. So if you're tired of all the politics and everything else, which I get it, it's important, you know. I, it, t- <laughs> Bradley's getting even with me. If you're looking at the comments, because I was telling him to take off his shirt. No one wants me taking on my shirt, Bradley, uh, but I will. We, we're going to have some interactivity here. Um, and we'll see how long this goes because every episode of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast uh, is an hour long. That's a little long for a video here. Um, so we may not go through the whole thing. Uh, but we'll go as long as we can and as long as we're still getting, you know, some comments and everything else. Uh, but again, follow Wendy's on Twitter if you're on the Twitter. Uh, if you're not on the Twitter, which I actually only got on Twitter like six to eight months ago. I can't even remember when it was. Uh, and as my, my friend Vaughn pointed out, how can you tell the world things that people just, that no one's going to care about? And I was like, well, this, I guess I have to do it on Twitter. Cause I was only doing it on Facebook, you know? Uh, Hey, Laura, I see Laura up there. Uh, forgive me. It's not showing it. I can't have glasses with, uh, with the headphones here. So I'm kind of trying to go, uh, between all of the different things. Uh, another thing in the social space that I want to talk about, which is just kind of social, uh, I think this is beyond social media. This is social, like in-person, live social, uh, and that is a, a campaign that the great Stan Lee just kicked off. If, you, if you're not familiar with Stan Lee, uh, he's the creator of Marvel Comics. He brought you um, the amazing characters uh, such as the Hulk, uh, uh, Captain America, Iron Man, uh, basically everything you see being produced through Marvel Studios originated with Stan Lee, um, and he came out with this thing. Uh, it's called Stan Lee's Hands of Respect, and I saw this, and it just it hits home uh, because I really love it, and basically it's a campaign uh, where you can go on and purchase these pins and we'll probably post it on the Facebook page or the, and, or the Twitter, uh, in case you guys can't find it, but Google hands of respect. It's fantastic. There are these pins and it's essentially saying that we're going to respect one another. That's really what it is. It's respect for all mankind, respect for a better future. Uh, and they made these pins, which is it's two hands, like shaking hands. It says respect above it. Uh, what I do love about it is if you go on there and order a pin, I believe they cost $10. I was looking at it earlier. They're going to they're gonna send you that pin, and then they're going to send you another pin, which you are supposed to give to someone else. So, I think what we're going to do, I'm going to order uh, one of these pins, and uh, oh, I'm getting like share notifications here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to order one of these pins and get another pin, and I think what I'm going to do is whoever can, can come up, like either private message me, post it on the page, do it on Twitter, whoever can come up with like kind of the best common sense, but also common sense and sign of respect story. Uh, that's what I want. And that's what I'm going to do is whoever, whoever can come up with the best one, uh, I'm going to send you the pin. You're going to get my second pin. But then if you are that person that gets the second pin, I'm going to encourage you also, uh, to, <laughs> uh, Logan, Logan, you, you got to have a good story, Logan. You got to have a good story. Uh, but maybe you can get the pin. Maybe you can get the pin. Uh, <laughs> that's a little innuendo. That's okay though. Um, Logan is, is if you've listened to the show, Logan is, uh, is one of my Burning Man friends, uh, Burning Man family, really. Uh, he also happens to be part of Spank the Monkey Lounge, which I have mentioned on this podcast previously. Uh, and maybe we'll talk about it a little bit uh, later in the show because we do have a Burning Man segment. If you're new to the show, uh, everything's kind of segmented out. It goes off the rails really quick. I tend to rant about stuff, all of it kind of common sense themed. Um, but we do have little sections, and one of them is the Burning Man section because we had such a 
like fervor, I guess, for of people that wanted like Burning Man stories. I was always teasing it, and we finally just put in a full section where we talk about like Burning Man stuff, uh, and not just partying in the desert. Um, so Stan Lee's hands of respect. Uh, send me your stories. Entertain me. You know, I entertain you, or I at least try to entertain you. So uh, entertain me as well. Send me some stories. All right, we're moving on. TV, film, and books. Um, I'm noticing I'm like doing a lot of this. I have multiple cameras going here. I've actually got a GoPro um, and, as I mentioned, the cell phone because that's how you got to do the Facebook Live. <laughs> All right, TV, film, and books. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that this little movie called Wonder Woman came out last weekend. Open to $100 million. $100 million opening, uh, which set all kinds of records. This was the first film uh, starring a female superhero lead, um, and, and which was just awesome to begin with, uh, but then it also set all kinds of crazy records like biggest uh, uh, opening for a female director, I believe. Uh, one thing that was important to me, uh, because we've, I, I've often talked on this show uh, about how certain companies such as Disney like to kind of beat things to death. Um, we talked about a lot about how Universal makes, uh, makes you know, uh, sequels for just about everything. They're on like Chucky 32. Um, it's kind of crazy. Um, but what they did do was they beat Pirates of the Caribbean. Now they didn't open against each other, but Pirates of the Caribbean opened on Memorial Day weekend to about 65 million. I don't have the number off the top of my head, uh, but it was beat by Wonder Woman, which just makes me really happy. Not so much because I want to see Pirates fail, uh, but just because it's fantastic to see a, a movie about a strong female superhero, um, getting number two, uh, getting to number one for the weekend and making that much money. Um, yeah, see, and see, everyone's all about, like, the Wonder Woman. I haven't seen it yet. I have an uh, almost seven-month-old at home, so, like, can't get to the theater. In fact, I told, my, uh, I told my wife she could go see it. She's a big Wonder Woman fan. Her name happens to be Diana, if you're looking at the, <laughs> looking at the comments there. Princess Diana, uh, a good friend of ours named, whose name also happens to be Sean, likes to call her Princess Diana, and uh, not as good as Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> Chucky 32, definitely not as good as Chucky 31. I agree. I agree. You know, it's funny. I, I spent some time at Universal. I was working on like these ridiculous uh, sequels and I worked on Land Before Time uh, 12. I can't even remember now. This is what you work on so much stuff. Uh, but this, these are also the things that are happening. It's like Land Before Time 12. All right, see, that's what happens, too, at Go Tell to the Wall. If you're new to the show or you're just tuning in because you saw this on Facebook, um, I tend to go off on tangents. It's going to happen a lot. So we're still talking TV, film, books. Um, Wonder Woman, go see it if you haven't seen it. Uh, I've, from what I've heard, I haven't heard anyone say like anything terrible about it. There, there just have not been any bad reviews. I think it was, last I checked, 96% fresh uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. So check it out. Uh, another, sh This is actually a show that I found recently. And I'd seen this show kind of in ads and everything, uh, but it's, it's a Netflix original show. It's animated. It's called F is for Family. Um, and if you haven't heard of the show, it's actually uh, Bill Burr is the main character on it. He voices the main character. Uh, if you're not familiar with Bill Burr, he is a stand-up comedian, um, also does a podcast. And if you've ever listened to his podcast, you could probably find some similarities <laughs> between his and mine. Um, oh, see? I know. Zofia is ready for Wonder Woman. I agree, Logan. Uh, but... I, but I keep hearing she's she, she's still too young for like screen time, and I heard it was even a little too violent for like four year olds. Um, in fact, uh, Logan, Bridget, and Chris were talking about that. They were they were debating whether to bring uh, to bring their four year old um, to it, and and I believe the verdict was 
not quite yet. Um, and Zofia is not allowed to watch television, which kind of kills me, uh, especially when stuff's happening. Like the Red Sox are playing tonight, and I couldn't even watch the Red Sox. Like I had to sneak off and watch some of the basketball game last night, which I, I don't even know why I watch basketball anymore. It's kind of useless. Uh, anyway, F is for family. Bill Burr, uh, you, you'll see some similarities between his podcast and mine, uh, except that, uh, oh, see, no, thank you, John Michael. No one less than seven. And I would trust John Michael there on that one. Um, so if you're under seven, you have kids under seven, probably don't take them to Wonder Woman. Uh, but Bill Burr, uh, his, his podcast is much more raunchy than mine. I try not to drop the four-letter words. It does happen on occasion, uh, but for the most part, I try not to do it too, too much. Uh, whereas Bill Burr, just, he, he paints, paints with curse words, uh, which it, it's kind of amazing to do, and it is entertaining. It's just not my thing. Uh, but it's on Netflix, F is for Family. I believe the second season just came out. I'm obviously still watching the first season because uh, I just, just found this show. Um, I mean, well, she can, she can wait, Logan. Wonder Woman's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. (laughs) Um, all right, moving along. More television film books. This one's kind of not really quite television, but I threw it in here, uh, because I thought it was hilarious. Uh, and that would be the Seinfeld and Kesha situation. Uh, yeah, Logan, you would like it. F is for family. Um, and just to touch on that, it's, it's, it's a, uh, family in the seventies living in New Jersey. Um, and, and the father, the Bill Burr character is like a baggage handler. Uh, um, so it's a pretty fantastic show. Check it out. Uh, again, it's raunchy. This one, like it's animated, but definitely no kids watching this. I mean, so much like, oh my gosh, no kids watching this one. Darshan, you're slacking here. Uh, so, oh, Darshan, see, we disagree. That's okay. We can still play COC together, Darshan. Um, anyway, so the Seinfeld and Kesha situation. I don't know if any of you have seen this. Uh, you probably have what happened. There was some red carpet event and Seinfeld's walking the red carpet and here comes Kesha. Yeah. See, uh, here comes Kesha walking up and she's like, I'm such a big fan. Can I have a hug? And he kind of looks at her. He's like, Oh, oh, thank you. And and he's like, no, 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 I'm okay. Like, just like that. No, 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 I'm okay. It's kind of like, I've totally pulled that move. I know everyone that listens to this podcast has probably pulled that move. Like, no, no, no. I'm okay. Uh, but then she kind of goes in again. She's like, please, I'm such a big fan. I'm such a big fan. And, uh, and he's like, no, no, no. And just kind of backs away. And after she walks away, he turns to the, the, uh, the, the reporter that's interviewing him. And he didn't even know who she was. He's like, who, who was that? (laughs) The reporter's like Kesha. And he's like, Oh, okay. Uh, but then afterward he kind of, he talked about it and he was like, I don't hug people. I don't know. Which absolutely makes sense, and we live in this world where where we uh, we just assume because we see someone on television or whatever it is, like, oh, you just you, I'm gonna give you a big hug. No, no, no. The dude lives a normal life. Like maybe, honestly, maybe he doesn't even like to hug people. Like I'm a hugger, you know, but maybe he's not a hugger. So <laughs> it's just so funny to me that we all just think like, oh, I'm gonna go get up all up in your business, um, and grant you know, and especially someone who's also uh, famous. You know, um, I, I get, you know, I, I haven't heard much Kesha music lately. I know she was real popular a few years ago, but, uh, you know, famous for lack of a better word. Even then you shouldn't st- just be running up to people, uh, as if you know them, you know, uh, like I'm a burner and the, the burners that listen to this, like, you know, hugging's big, but you still don't just like run up to someone at the burn and be like, I'm hugging you. I'm hugging you. No, no, no. You know, <laughs> hug, never get a date. That's true. I, <laughs> I agree, John. Like you're probably never gonna date that way. Some people might like it, you know. Personally, I'm a hugger, uh, but I completely understand if if you're not a hugger. Like you know, I I get it. It makes sense. Um, so it was just funny. 
you know, and then the extra funniness of like, I don't even know who that is. And then ask first, consent. These are important things. These are important things. See, we learn these, and this is why the this is why Burning Man is so important to so many of us. We learn this kind of stuff, consent and ask first at the burn. And it's not so much happening in the default world, Kesha. You know, ask first. And then if he says no, you know, don't go in for a second hug. Like, I, I, I don't even know where to go with that one. All right. Uh, moving along. That's enough Seinfeld. How are we doing out there, anyone, everyone? Are we all doing okay on, on the Facebook Live, wall fans? Uh, if, if you're not already a, a subscriber, uh, make sure you, you subscribe via all of your favorite podcast platforms, especially iTunes. Um, Got a... What? This sounds like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> no, that actually, and that's what's funny is he's probably he's probably really like that because if you uh, uh, if, if if you watch the show, he was never like a uh, like a big big uh, uh, oh uh, like a big toucher and hugger and all this other stuff. All right, John Michael, thanks for tuning in. Uh, but but definitely subscribe iTunes, Google Play, all of your favorite podcast apps. Podomatic, that's where I'm hosted. Uh, is on Podomatic. Go tell to wall is hosted there. Uh, but really anywhere. Anywhere else, anywhere else. Uh, and thanks for joining. Uh, <laughs> you're eating nachos. Darshan, is this what you do? Hey, Will. Will joining us. Will in the house here. Um, all right, so moving along. Another television thing, uh, Mr. Robot. I'm a huge fan of this show, Mr. Robot. Uh, it's a fantastic show. Uh, it's, it's coming back in October for another, another season. Uh, and which is ridiculous. I've talked about it previously on other episodes that I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I waiting till October? Why am I waiting till October? This is ridiculous. I don't want to wait. Uh, but nonetheless, we have to wait. But what happened was the creator of the show came out today. And originally this show was conceived as, um, as a, as a four season show. He had four seasons planned out and was like, that that's going to be it. Um, and you should keep watching Mr. Robot Darshan, like seriously. Keep watching. It's a fantastic show. Uh, but what's happening now is even though they were planned for four seasons, they're looking at possibly doing a fifth season. Fifth season um, of Mr. Robot. And the interesting thing is, again, we don't, we're not political, but the interesting thing is he was inspired. The creator of the show was inspired by the Trump administration and decided that uh, that that he needs to... Uh, oh, bye, Uncle Guy. It is late. Yeah, that's the thing. Everyone back east. It's, it's a little late. I got some fans back east. It, it's... It's getting a little late. I, I have to record uh, late, somewhat late on the West Coast um, just because I, I kind of wait until Zofia goes to bed. Um, so unfortunately, that's going to be a lot of the, the live streams going to be like that. However, Mr. Robot, I found this really interesting that he was inspired, and we're getting another season out of it. Um, hey, Elton, what's going on? Uh, I'm glad you're joining us. Uh, make sure you subscribe. I'm going to say it so much throughout the show. Uh, but anyway... We get an extra season out of it. Who knows if it's going to actually like correspond with what's going on uh, in the country these days with with Trump and with the current administration. Personally, um, I think it could be some compelling television. Obviously, I think we're getting compelling television, compelling reality television right now, uh, which isn't so funny. I'm laughing. Uh, for many of you out there, it's not that funny. I don't think it's that funny. Oh, and one thing I failed to mention especially everyone that's now joining on the live the live stream on Facebook, uh, and that would be this week's beer. Uh, if you've listened previously, I drink a beer on every episode while I'm recording. It's kind of like my security blanket, uh, and I like to call it out, not because this beer company is paying me or anything, uh, but just because 
I like to share the good beers that I'm drinking. And this week's beer happens to be a Lagunitas IPA. Uh, and Lagunitas is out of Petaluma, California. So this would be uh, the West Coast IPA, which I still don't know the difference between a West Coast IPA and a East Coast IPA. Uh, they all taste hoppy. They're all hoppy. Um, so Lagunitas IPA, I do recommend it. It's a little lighter IPA. It's not super heavy uh, like some of the stone uh, and, and stuff that I, I tend to drink on the show. So check it out. Lagunitas IPA, India Pale Ale. See that? Oh, there's actually a camera. I I I'm in. The, I always do like finger quotes and stuff on this podcast. And there's actually a cam a, a camera now. So when I do these these finger quotes and stuff, um, yeah, West Coast is the best coast. Uh, you're actually seeing this stuff. And we're probably gonna upload this to YouTube because I have a YouTube channel. We don't use it enough, uh, but but we're gonna be we're gonna be using it a little moving forward because we're finally getting some of this the, the video out there. It is good stuff. Uh, you know what? That's what we should do. Good call, Logan. Good call. Let's all get drunk together, uh, except my wife who is watching watching the stream. She cannot get drunk. She's still breastfeeding. Uh, but let's all let's all have a beer together. So if you're just sitting at home watching this or, you know, even it, even if you're listening to this because it's going to get uploaded tomorrow, drink a beer. Drink a beer while, while you're listening to the show. Now, if you're driving around listening, to, don't be drinking a beer. Don't, you know. But right now, if you're watching, you're just sitting at home, have a beer. You know, uh, and maybe maybe catch some of the uh, the Yankees Red Sox game uh, because I'm hoping the Red Sox are beating up on the Yankees, uh, but I'm unable to watch it because I have to you know do this. You know that's, that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> pump and dump. <laughs> I was waiting for someone. I was waiting for someone to say that. Uh, beer goes with everything, Natalie. I think. Come on. I mean, really, like everything. You're a burner too. Like you just you're drinking beer with everything. You get up in the morning and start drinking beer. Um, anyway, so that that's the beer this week. And I will tell you, we're moving on to the next section. And this week, this is the most important section of the show. And that would be music. Drink, see, drinking is way more important. Don't drive though. Don't don't drink and drive because a lot of people listen to the podcast in the car. Mutes while he's talking sports. <laughs> we have minimal sports ball this week, Logan. Uh, see, Logan is one of the ones that hates uh, everything except grapes. Why grapes? How'd you just... I, that had to be a random discovery. I'm also waiting for someone to call me out on the sign that's over my head right now. It's just gonna... Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, drinking and music. Um, so, music. We're gonna get into this. I've been waiting on this one. If you follow me on Facebook, Twitter, uh, or you already like the page on, on Facebook, you know that yesterday an album dropped from the amazing Give Me Motion. Now, full disclosure, I've said it in the past, I am a little biased. This happens to be my brother, my brother-in-law, but my brother who put this out. But I will tell you, everyone who's watching, if you're watching out there right now on Facebook or if you're listening to the podcast after it's been uploaded and you're listening in, on iTunes or, or Google Play um, and any of those, go check out Give Me Motion. And I will tell you why. Like I said, I could be biased. Uh, I had high expectations for this album. You do. Logan, li how have you not listened yet, Logan? I figured you'd be listening and, and, you know, having NSFW thoughts about uh, the great Dante as he's singing. I'm surprised that didn't happen already. Uh, but nonetheless, I had these high expectations for it because Dante is an incredibly talented individual, incredibly talented. Uh, but then, and I waited. I didn't, I didn't push him. I was, I didn't, I was like, I wasn't like, let me hear some of this. Let me hear some of this before it comes out. I waited until it came out yesterday. 
And I sat in the living room with Zofia and listened to it. Uh, and it is, it's, it's gold. It's fantastic. Uh, if, if you like music at all, you need to listen to this. I, I, can, I can guarantee that you will like the music. Maybe you won't love it like I do. Most of you will love it. <laughs> Dante has a beard sometimes, Logan. And now you're just being nice. Uh, <laughs> but check it out. Even if it, Chances are you're going to love it because I love it. Uh, but I guarantee, like seriously, guarantee you're going to at least like it. You know, um, so check it out. Give me motion. Uh, it is on Spotify. It's on. Uh, you can even just search "Give Me Motion" uh, on um, on uh, uh, Facebook. Let's see brain farts because I'm looking at all these comments and stuff, and yeah, it's there's too much. There's so much going on. And whoever's gonna be listening to this once it's uploaded is gonna be like, man, I gotta go watch the stupid video now, um, and it will be uploaded. Uh, but check it out; it's fantastic music. Uh, look for them on Facebook. You're, if you're watching on on the live stream right now, just just type "Give Me Motion" in the uh, in the uh, in the Facebook search thing there and like the page. Uh, you can listen to it for free. You can stream it. Uh, but of course, we always like to support. If you if you don't like it, you're dead inside. I would tend to agree. I would tend to agree if you don't like it, you're dead inside. Uh, it needed. <laughs> I appreciate that, Morgan. Needed more violin. <laughs> Everything does need more violin. I can get behind that. Um, you could throw some 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 fast-paced violin and some accordion and anything, and I'll probably love it. Um, but it is fantastic. Check it out. Give me motion. Uh, and and fans of the wall, we at Go Tell to the Wall like to support smaller businesses. Uh, you know, up-and-coming artists. So maybe you know. Throw like the 950 at iTunes or Google Play and, and, and support it financially as well. Um, you know, this is what we do. This is what we do. Uh, so check it out. Give me motion. I'm going to mention it like six more times uh, before the end of the show. I'm going to be honest. I'm mentioning it like six more times. So check them out. Uh, and another thing in the world of like already known artists, uh, I was kind of behind the eight ball. I was talking a lot about. And, and let me caveat that too. Because on the show, if you've been listening to the show, I talk about like a lot of crappy punk rock, which is what I grew up on. That's what I listen to. I listen to like a lot of ska and crappy punk rock and alt rock and all this stuff, um, which, which most, a lot of people aren't into. A lot of people, you're just, they're just not into it. Give Me Motion is not the crappy stuff. It's not. It, it, it's fantastic. Um, so check it out. But in the world of crappy ska and punk rock, uh, a couple months ago, Less Than Jake, which is a ska band out of Gainesville, Florida, uh, released a, a, a new EP, uh, a few songs on it. Um, and it's fantastic. And, and it's amazing that these bands that have been around like since the late 80s uh, still rocking out. And I know we have like the Rolling Stones. They've been doing this for like 100 years and stuff. Uh, but it's kind of these lesser known bands. They're still just hitting the grind. You know, they're hitting the grind. They're not uber famous. You know, they have a huge, a big following, uh, you know, so, like people like myself. Uh, but they, but they don't, they're not like selling out, you know, the Rose Bowl and stuff. We just had U2 in town a couple weeks ago, and I'm sure that thing was sold out because it's crazy, um, crazy going to see U2. They always sell out. It's crazy even trying to get tickets. Nobody's calling me out on this sign. Uh, okay, yes. All right, adios, Logan. We will talk soon. Make sure you subscribe, Logan. And I can't believe you didn't call me out on the sign. Somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to do it. I kind of positioned this so that someone could be like, what is that sign right there? Um, all right, we're going to move right along. Here's a little sports ball. Good timing, Logan, because he just got out of here right before the sports ball, which is pretty much when he when – he, thank you, Kevin. I was waiting for somebody, thief. I am a thief. 
I, I am. I finally did it. Uh, we'll talk about that in the Burning Man segment. But Kevin, Kevin wins the prize for realizing what the hell this sign is that's above my head. Uh, and maybe we'll talk about that a little bit in the Burning Man segment. But we're going to move on to sports ball. A lot of fans give that sign back. <laughs> Who am I going to give it to? Who am I going to get? Cougar Bait? Should I give it to Cougar Bait? Logan? Cougar Bait. That's a friend of ours uh, who, who also happens to, to work for DPW. So he does a lot of infrastructure for the burn. It's, my, it's our street, too. It's our street. It's our street. We live on the same street, Logan. We live on the same street. You can't claim the entire street. Uh, and it also happens to be from the year I was out there. Uh, it's kind of blocked by the Facebook Live thing. People see it. There it is. Do you see it? Do you see it? Uh, anyway, it, it's from the year where my wife, Diana, was out there pregnant. It's from my, my daughter, Zofia's first burn. Uh, so yes, I am not a fan of stealing the signs, uh, but this one had to be stolen, had to be stolen. And I'll be honest, uh, and we'll talk about it a little more in the Burning Man segment. I used a, a hand screwdriver, <laughs> not even the electric screwdriver. Uh, so a couple of you can appreciate that. Um, all right, we're moving on sports ball. Most of the fans of the wall don't like sports. We call it sports ball. I'm not going to get into it, but you know, it's called sports ball. Uh, but we don't, I don't get into like stats and all this kind of stuff. I talk a little Boston sports here and there, um, simply because, you know, I'm a Boston sports fan, uh, but it's really kind of socially relevant sports stuff. And, and that's what we have a lot of this week. Actually, we don't have a lot of, but the, everything we're talking about this week, uh, is socially relevant. First thing I want to talk about in the, in the realm of sports ball is there was a story that came out about this girls soccer team in Nebraska. Uh, and what happened it was this girls soccer, I think it was like 11 and under soccer team and they were disqualified from this huge tournament. Uh, and the original story that came out was because they had a girl on their, on their team, uh, who was actually younger, like was playing because she was so, uh, so skilled that she's playing with the kid, the kids a little older. Um, but what happened was they went in to go for their next game and, and, and the, the organizers of the tournament, uh, decided to say, and this was a story that came out. Let me clarify that. This was the original story that came out. Uh, the, uh, the, the organizers of the tournament decided, uh, that, that the team would be disqualified, uh, because they felt she was a boy. They thought this little girl was a boy. It's like an eight-year-old girl. Uh, they tried to show their like their insurance information. Like, do you see? It's a, it, she's a female. She's a girl, and all this other stuff. And they said, no, no, no. Uh, the team is disqualified from the tournament. This is Nebraska, inconsequential. But just to give you all a little bit of relevance of kind of where this was happening in the country. Uh, and so what, that that's the original story that came out. ESPN picked it up. A bunch of na- uh, national um, uh, broadcasters picked it up, and it just it kind of went viral. Um, and and honestly, I had this plan for the show to talk about how ridiculous this is uh, to, to just it, it, this eight-year-old looks like a boy. So we're, you can't play in the tournament and everything else. And then, there, well, another story came out to kind of clarify. And what happened was when the team was putting in their roster for this tournament, they accidentally listed this player uh, as a male. Like, so you put in, the, which, which to an extent I understand. Um, but you, you know, you're putting in the gender, if it's a girl's team, why are we putting individual genders on? Like, I don't understand. Uh, but that's what happened, uh, is, is they put, they put an M instead of an F and that was why the team was disqualified. Now this does make it a little better than originally what I thought it was, was some organizers sitting there standing in front of an eight year old girl going, that's a boy, 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 you know? Uh, but then I thought about it again. And how ridiculous is this? Because I am all for fair play in sports. I played a lot of sports growing up um, on the club level, the high school level, really a lot of sports. So, uh, so I get it. 
However, when it comes to youth sports, uh, something like soccer, you know, eight-year-old girl, 11-year-old, these are 11-year-olds and 11 and under kids on the team. Uh, and the important thing is that they put in their application wrong. So you're going to go to this entire team and say, you can't play in this tournament? Makes no sense to me. Makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It just, it simply doesn't. And so think about that, Wall fans. Think about that. You probably had a bunch of just heartbroken kids that would have been playing in this tournament simply because of a clerical error. A cler- literally a clerical error. So think about that. That's the world we live in. That's where now I can understand if this was a, a professional team, college for sure, even high school, where it's like, okay, no, you need to have your stuff in line. But we're talking eleven-year-olds. This was an eight-year-old girl talking eleven and under-year-olds on this team. There's no excuse for that. There's to me, there's just no excuse for that. Let the kids play. Let the kids play. It's freaking youth soccer. They're, they're not getting paid. Nobody's making money. I mean, the tournament's probably making money from the teams, and they probably still have that team's money that I'm sure they had to pay to get into this tournament. But they can't play because of a clerical error. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. You know, we all just need to think, like, think about the kids for a minute. Think about the kids for a minute. This isn't, this isn't the importance of who's winning this tournament or anything else. This is respect for kids and understanding that they're still kids, even though they're playing a sport. Even if they're elite athletes at 11 years old, they're still just playing a sport. So get over it. Let's, let's, let's do better. Let's do better as a society. Uh, another thing on sports ball that came up this week, uh, and, and most of you aren't going to be familiar with it. There's there's a guy named Jerry Ramey, uh, who who happens to be a sportscaster out of Boston. He works for the for Nesson N E S N, which is a New England sports network. Uh, They're broadcasting a game the other day, and what happened? If, if you're not familiar with baseball at all, there, there's a big international contingent in baseball. Uh, and, and that would be uh, from Asia as well as Latin America, just a, a big contingent of them coming over to the U.S. Uh, to play in, in the major leagues. And there happened to be, and, and forgive me, I can't remember which pitcher it was because there's quite a few um, Japanese uh, and, and other Asian pitchers that, that pitch in the major leagues. Uh, and, and they have to have translators because they come here uh, from their respective country. Um, and same thing with Latin America. This just happened to be an Asian American, uh, you know, an Asian that had come over to play in the, in the major leagues. Uh, and they have interpreters. They have interpreters uh, as they're sitting on the bench, uh, and especially a pitcher, because what happens is if you're pitching, you know, even if you're not familiar with baseball, you know, they got a pitcher out there, he's standing on a mound, he's throwing the ball as hard as he can or, or creatively as he can toward a batter. Uh, but once in a while, the manager's got to come out and talk to him. So what happens is there, there's strict rules about like the manager can only come out so many times and the coach can only come out so many times. Uh, but with these pitchers, uh, really with any players, but it's just it's just most prominent with the pitchers because it's right there in front of you. The, the game has stopped. Uh, they come out there with it's the manager and a translator. And so what happened was during this game, uh, Jerry Remy literally literally said, I don't like when they have these interpreters out there. And the other announcer turned to him and said, why? And he said, this is baseball. Learn the language of baseball. And I just, like, I, it blew my mind. It blew, <laughs> like, what? You got to be kidding me. And it got me thinking, and especially keep this in mind when we talk about the next thing on the sports ball segment that, that really has nothing to do with sports ball. It's really socially relevant. Um, and, and that would, what we're going to get into. Uh, but it got me thinking, the old guard needs to go. Like, we're done with this. We're done with kind of the old, the old guys. And it, it hasn't have anything to do with age. I say old guys, uh, but it doesn't have to do with age. It just has to do with kind of this old guard, you know, they... They hold on to their ways and and they don't think before they speak. And it's like, no, no, we live in a world where everyone speaks different languages. 
You know, if that guy's got the talent to go out there and pitch for a major league team, just because he needs to translate doesn't mean he doesn't need to go learn another language. Now, granted, he's going to pick up some of that language as he's playing. You know, he's talking to people in the clubhouse and whatever else it is. Uh, but he has every right to have a translator come out with his manager. And, and that's simple fact. I mean, this is common sense. This is where we get into common sense on the show. To me, this is common sense. Maybe you disagree, uh, but I staunchly disagree with you if you disagree with that because everyone has a right uh, to play. You know, uh, it, and, and playing professional sports isn't even a right. It's a privilege, uh, but you have a right to, to be comfortable and to understand the game and when stuff is going on like this. So just, it blew my mind. Jerry Ramey, um, kind of the, I would say kind of jerk of the week, but we got a couple more jerks that we're going to talk about in this podcast. Um, <laughs> so just, you know, kind of hold on for that one. Um, one more thing on sports ball that I want to get into, and this is kind of the hypocrisy, um, and just the ridiculousness of, of, of what's going on. Uh, in this country, and everyone falling on one side of the aisle, which is just ridiculous to me. Um, and that would be Monday Night Football. A lot of you aren't going to be familiar with this, uh, but you probably were familiar years and years and years ago. Uh, there was a little Hank Williams Jr. Uh, did the theme song for Monday Night Football. And even if you've never watched fo- football, you probably heard that thing like, are you ready for some football? Like that was a whole thing uh, in the 90s and, and, and early 2000s, the, the 2010s, I guess. Uh, so for quite a while, it, it was a big thing. And he did the theme song for Monday Night Football, would play at the beginning of Monday Night Football uh, before every, every game, every Monday game. It would play, uh, and it was it was on ABC originally, and then they moved it to ESPN uh, years ago. Not sure why. It, you know, it, it, I've always been a big proponent of of these 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 kind of things. Like big televised sports should be on network television. You should be able to get them over the air. I, it's ridiculous that they throw these things on cable. Uh, but that's not what we're getting into now. Uh, what happened was in 2012, I believe it was Hank Williams Jr. said some some very disparaging things. I'm not going to get into details uh, about. President Barack Obama, who happened to be the sitting president. Uh, and ESPN dismissed him. They said, we're not going to use your theme song anymore. That was very insensitive, anything else. And this has nothing to do with politics or where you fall on this. It was insensitive, and it was not, not the right thing to do. Just not the right thing to do. Well, about a week ago, ESPN comes out, uh, and they announced that they're bringing Hank Williams back. Now, there was never an apology or anything. There was never anything. Hank Williams basically said, this is how I feel. Deal with it. You know, That's what he said four or five years ago in 2012, uh, and then they brought him back. And what's happening is, again, he didn't apologize, didn't say anything like he's sorry for these comments or anything else. He hasn't changed his tune on kind of where he stands with everything uh, as far as insensitivity. Again, this has nothing to do with where anybody falls on the political spectrum. This just has to do with, with being a decent human being. Um, and, and what's happened was they brought him back, and this is just very, very clearly Again, a lot of you are familiar with ESPN, uh, but they've recently been accused of, of really kind of leaning to the liberal side, which it's all BS to me. It is complete BS um, because, it, like, you shouldn't be falling on either side. You know, it's simply just sports. We're, we're reporting what's happening. Like, that, it's as simple as that. Uh, but what happened was because they've been accused of kind of leaning toward the liberal side, they had to bring in an extremely conservative guy um, really kind of against their own values you know, as, as to prove a point that they're not leaning left, left. We're going to put that in quotes because I think left, right, conservative, it's all, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. That's what it is. See, let the four letter words fly. It's all about what's, what's important and what makes sense. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't vote on things. You shouldn't follow things because a group of old white men sitting in a building in Washington, D.C. tells you how to like that to 
That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Like, and it's been happening since the beginning of time. Whether you, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, that's what's been happening since the beginning of time. Um, and that's what that's what's happening here. And it just so happens that in the NFL, this this happens. And it's funny because the NFL is the most popular sport in the country. I know people that watch no sports, zero sports whatsoever. But on Sundays, they're watching the NFL. They're playing fantasy football. Um, and these are people no interest in sports. No interest whatsoever. Uh, but the funny thing about that is the NFL and football happens to be like the most conservative kind of old guard professional sport there is. There's actually like every single one of the 32 NFL owners is like super right-leaning, super right-leaning. All Republicans, all old white dudes, which like that doesn't have anything to do with your political standing. But that's the world we live in. Whereas you go to the other sports uh, and, and guys tend to be a little more liberal, a little more up to date. You know, uh, not hate hateful toward you know, certain minorities, certain groups, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. But really, all the owners in that, like, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy uh, what's going on there. And this is ESPN's way of kind of like, no, 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 we're still friends. We're still friends. And that's what happens uh, in the media world these days and the sports world. That's, that's what happens. Uh, and it's ridiculous. There's no excuse for it. So we're going to move right along from that. I'm pretty much done. I, like, it's hard not to watch the NFL. I love the Patriots. I absolutely do. Um, and I love watching, a, watching them play football. And, and, and I, there's like a certain uh, enjoyment I get out of Sunday mornings, just getting up, a little coffee, a little football. You know, if, if you're on the East Coast watching this, like you get your games later in the day. We have football starting at like 10 a.m. in California. It's it's really kind of crazy. Um, but that, that, that's kind of part of my fall ritual is getting up and doing that. But I'm really hitting the point where I'm like, you know what, I, I just I can't. I can't support this kind of stuff anymore. Um, and so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, but just keep in mind, wall fans, it's common sense. It's common sense. All this is common sense. And, and to me it is. Maybe you disagree. Uh, but to me it's, it's pretty darn near uh, blatant common sense. All right, let's get into a little tech. Uh, and again, if you're, watching on the, uh, if you're watching on the Facebook Live, uh, which is happening right now, uh, feel free to ask any questions. Let me know how terrible it is. Um, you know, let me know if there's other things you guys want to hear about. Uh, and, and I'll, I'm kind of paying attention. It's just hard to do this and I'm working my recording software as well as I got the GoPro going here. Uh, and I have all my little notes. I always talk about my notes on the podcast and I actually do have notes. They're very minimal. Um, and I tend to go off on tangents. If I was to just read my notes, it would be like a 10 minute podcast. Um, but instead it's an hour because I'd go off on tangents and I rant about stuff, um, and everything else. So we're going to get into a little tech. A little bit of tech here. Um, a couple things that I found interesting this week. And this is actually not just this week. But recently, Hulu and YouTube have come out with uh, basically live television. So you can you can pay uh, through them like what you would be paying to a cable company. And obviously it's going to be a little cheaper. Uh, but really moving toward more of the cord cutting. If you've listened to this podcast, any other episodes of this, really, you know that I'm a big cord cutter. We don't have cable in the house. Uh, we have internet. You need internet, but but my wife and I, everything is consumed through like Netflix, Hulu, um, and all that kind of stuff. I you know I do have access to the ESPN app, uh, the HBO app. I, I I'll tell you one thing. I my both my wife and I would probably pay money for cable if that was the only way we could get Game of Thrones. Uh, but fortunately, there's other ways to get it, and we watch it through the app instead of having to get a full cable package. Uh, but I found this interesting. Because it is definitely cheaper than getting cable television. And cable television has just gone off the rails. Like, it's out of hand cable television. Uh, you, you can't just get basic cable anymore. Uh, back in, like, in the early days of cable, uh, see, Game of Thrones, uh, back in the early days of cable, you could get what they call basic cable. And there is kind of ways to get it, but you can't just, like, go online uh, and order basic cable. So really, when it comes down to it, if you do the math, you end up paying, like, $100 or more a month uh, for cable. 
you know, and, and a lot of times that includes internet, but it's, it's out of hand, you know? Um, yeah. So you think you can, that, that one's on Hulu. Isn't that where, where you watch that one? My wife's chiming in. So you think you can dance? Oh, oh, I see. We, we would have to get cable if, so you think you can dance. That would make me cry. <laughs> I have trouble watching. <laughs> so you think you can dance. Uh, anyway, they're doing this and I'm curious to try it out. They're doing free trials and everything else, but it did get me thinking, uh, because there was a time where you could get basic cable. There was a time where cable didn't exist and everything came over the air. Uh, and then cable came out and you could just get basic cable and it was, didn't cost you an arm and a leg. But what happened was the cable companies realized that they could charge more and more and more and more. Uh, and then they just started charging more and more and more and more. So then that became your only option for, uh, for, for cable, you know? Um, and, and that is, uh, it, so it really just snowball effect. So that got me thinking, like I said, is, uh, what will happen with Hulu and YouTube uh, is eventually we could end up with that same thing. We could. Uh, in fact, I remember when Netflix, there was a time when I paid, uh, I think it was $7.99 for Netflix, and they would send me DVDs and I could stream stuff. And then they raised that price and it ended up costing $9.99 just to stream stuff. You could pay more for DVDs. And Hulu might have had a price jump at some point. I'm not sure. Um, if you're if you're watching on a live stream out there, let me know if Hulu had a big jump at some point. Uh, but I think what'll eventually happen, and maybe it'll be good for a while, is Hulu and YouTube are going to realize that they can charge basically what cable companies were charging, maybe a little bit less. Uh, and Sony PlayStation's doing this too, from my understanding. It's like the the uh, Sony View or something like that. And you don't even have to have PlayStation, but you can you can get live television through them. Um, so I'm really curious to keep an eye on this. I may do like a free trial. Uh, I always forget to to uh, to to quit like the free trials, and then I end up getting charged a couple months <laughs> until I'm like, why does it? What is this charge? Oh shoot, I didn't cancel that thing after the free trial. Uh, but it will be interesting to try uh, and then keep an eye on because I'm I'm fairly certain they will at some point. Uh, oh, that's a good point. See. So my, my wife, I'm glad she's watching the live stream from the other room. Uh, Hulu didn't used to have advertising. They didn't used to have advertising. And I believe YouTube didn't either, but at least YouTube, like if, unless you have like a paid subscription. Um, but Hulu didn't have advertising. Netflix, thankfully, doesn't anymore. Uh, but Hulu didn't. And then they added advertising. So uh, in lieu of a price jump, they added advertising. New way to make revenue. I'm, and, I, and I get it. That's, that's what it's all about. You, you got to make revenue. Um, and, and advertise like this is the world we live in. It's it's advertising. Every everything, uh, in fact, like I, I do a podcast. I've I've a website and a YouTube channel. Like and a lot of that is is revenue based. Is is ad revenue based. Um, YouTube their their whole model is, is ad revenue based. So I get it. Uh, but I'm just curious if if this is just kind of a cyclical thing, um, that we're seeing where where the kind of next man up is 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 gonna well here this is great you know look at this look at this oh we're gonna raise it a little bit we're gonna raise it a little bit and then suddenly it skyrockets uh which will be interesting so we'll see it happens it is good to see other other options out there because i'm not a fan of uh i'm i'm not a fan of cable uh just in general all right uh, moving along apple oh man apple had some announcements this week if 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 you've been living under a rock uh and and I didn't go through all of them. I can't. I can't keep up with the Apple stuff. I just genuinely can't. Uh, I do find it interesting. I'm always a little, somewhat into the tech sector, uh, as as far as those things go. Um, but I didn't pay much attention to this one. One thing that did catch my attention was they announced this. Uh, ooh, that caught it. What's Sunny doing? Hi, Sunny. Ooh, Logan, you're still on. 
Well, you got through this. Did you mute through the sports ball? Uh, you should. You should. No, actually, it was pretty good. I think you would like it. Um, so Apple, this is the one thing that caught caught my attention was this this HomePod. If you've seen it, and I get it, everyone's doing the the smart home, uh, the smart home things and options and all that kind of stuff. We've talked about it. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, happy birthday, Sonny. Happy birthday. Is it today? It's today, right? Happy birthday, Sonny. Um, I'll be honest. I stopped. Do, and, and there's a reason. I stopped doing the Facebook happy birthdays because what would happen. And I stopped, like, not completely, uh, but I stopped just doing, like, just to friends. And I was only doing family for a long time. Uh, and that included, like, Burning Man family, um, you know. Uh, but then what happened, I, like, I forgot a couple of, like, relatives and stuff. Uh, and, and, you know, I'd text them or whatever and send cards. Uh, but like you hit a point where you're doing this on Facebook and if you, if you miss someone, they're like, but you said happy birthday to so-and-so like a week ago. Um, and no one's noticing this. I realize that, but I just kind of, I was like, it's either gotta be all or nothing. Um, and so I haven't been doing the, the happy birthday stuff, but, uh, no, I, I stopped doing it before Zoe was around. It's not just the baby's fault. I, it's been a while, uh, but happy birthday, Sonny. You get a little birthday shout out on episode twenty. I mean, this is a banner episode of Go Tell It to the Wall uh, podcast. We've we've been doing twenty of these. Twenty. Twenty, which is one hence the live stream. I've teased doing live stuff uh, for quite a while, but we had to do it uh, for episode twenty. That was just the way to go. Anyway, see tangents, tangents, tangents. If you're new to the podcast, new to the show, a lot of tangents, it happens. And especially now with the interactivity uh, of, of Facebook Live, there's there's going to be even more of them. And we'll see how this goes. Moving forward, maybe we'll do more. Um, so Apple, this HomePod, it, 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 it hit me because they're all doing these smart home things, you know, and I get it. We have a Google Home at home. Um, oh, Facebook. Doesn't always tell you what. Oh, yes. And see, you know what, Morgan? I think that was part of the reason. You, if you don't see like it's such and such so and so's birthday, like you miss it, and then like and that's why I just had to stop. It wasn't because I don't wish everybody a happy birthday, um, but you know maybe I'll do like a monthly thing and just like happy birthday and tag like eighty people. Um, back to talking about Apple's overpriced speaker. That's okay. Tangents happen. Uh, so the Apple HomePod, which I get, we have the Google Home at home, love it. Uh, it's essentially a glorified Bluetooth speaker uh, and also a a a item to ask silly questions to when everyone's sitting around the living room. Uh, but I like it. It's fantastic. Uh, but Apple, of course, had to get in on this game. You getting one, Logan? You get Which one are you getting? You, you see, you're an Apple guy, so you're probably going to get this HomePod, which I get if you're an Apple person. Uh, the, thing that, the thing that bugs me about it, here and see the Alexa, uh, which... Why? Yeah. Why get one when you can get two? Yeah. See, this is what happens when like, and I heard that one too. Uh, Apple basically said, why get one when you can get two? The crazy thing about it is Google home. And I'm not going to get into the minutia of what it can do and what it can't do and what each one does better. You know, I'm sure there are things, uh, but in Apple fashion, what has happened is the price point on a Google home, uh, is 129. And it's actually been coming down a little bit. You can you can uh, you can tend to find them a little cheaper. Uh, Best Buy actually had a little sale on them for ninety nine dollars. Walmart, I'm mean, probably not go, worth going to Walmart because you actually had to go into brick, brick and mortar Walmart. Uh, had them on sale for like sixty five bucks a couple weeks ago. Uh, and then the Alexa, as as number one Wall Fan Darshan mentioned on the stream, uh, is I believe the price point is one seventy nine. 179 uh, for the Alexa, and then they have their smaller things that can be connected to other devices. You don't need to have the huge Alexa. I've heard great things about the Alexa uh, or the Echo uh, as well. I need to see. I'm 
I'm, my apologies. I try not to say uh, the Google prompt, and I just was saying saying uh, the other prompt. I mean Echo. Uh, the Echo, I believe, is 179. Uh, the HomePod, which I found interesting. I feel like they're moving away from the i stuff, because like iHome, right? iHome, iHome. Uh, but it's HomePod, uh, and the price point on this one happens to be three hundred and fifty dollars. Three hundred and fifty dollars. So we're talking we're talking uh, more than double uh, the Google Home, and essentially about double what it costs to get an Echo. So in true Apple fashion, uh, they have overpriced an item that you can find in another brand, which debatable if it does certain other things that the that the Google can't. Uh, but three hundred fifty dollars. Versus 129 129 Like, think about that. And they're going to sell them like crazy. They're going to sell them like crazy. I get it. People are Apple fans. They stand in line for these phones all the time. And, you know, they got to have the, those little ear pods and everything. Um, yeah, only $700 for two. Uh, or 10 So, Logan, th- uh, uh, was, geez, $3,500. $3,500, Logan. I hope you get 10 If you do, uh, please send me an epic video of you, like, conducting something in your living room with 10 HomePods. Um, that would be worth it. I would throw a couple of, couple of bucks at that. Uh, oh, see, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. See, Sunny, whose birthday it is today, um, all of these products should remind us whose birthday it is in the morning and automatically post a greeting. I would do that. I would sign up for that if it automatically posted a greeting. Um... Or maybe like click a button, post a greeting because I feel like you'd put in the greeting as like "Happy Birthday, Dude," and like, and then your your mom's like the next morning like, "Why'd you say Happy Birthday, Dude?" on Facebook? And it's like, yeah, so so maybe sometimes got to be customized. Uh, but I could totally get behind that. I could totally get behind that. Uh, but maybe we'll try the monthly thing until until all the AI can figure this out, um, uh, and we'll be good to go. But I just realized. You see what happens? My apologies, Nugget. Did I call? I think I called Nugget Logan. I think that happened. If you call me Diana, I won't be. I won't be upset now. I won't be upset. Apologies, but I think I. I think I said Logan earlier, and that's Nugget. Logan happens to be his his partner. I don't know why I did that. It happens. It's too many things going on. Nugget. Logan. I get confused these things. All right, so we're gonna get in. We also have a common sense segment. I know that's the only reason Nugget is here is he's defending Apple. Um, although I think he realizes a little bit of the ridiculousness. I know I should be flattered. Um, a little bit of the ridiculousness with the price points on Apple. Um, so we usually get into a little common sense segment uh, at this point in the show. He did say 10. That's $3,500. Wait. Oh, it's Logan on there. Oh, never mind. I feel like I called Nugget Logan, though, too. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get off of this because if you're listening to uh, it, you know, it happens. Um, all right, so we're going to get into usually the Burning Man segment is at the end of the show. It's at the end of the show, uh, but in honor of episode 20 and everyone being here on the Facebook Live, uh, I, I want to get into Burning Man before the Common Sense segment, but make sure you stick around for the Common Sense stuff because uh, I do want to talk about that. We have one really important thing uh, to talk about in the Common Sense segment, especially with Mental Health, Health Awareness Month being last month. Uh, good night, Sunny. Happy birthday. I hope I see you soon. I'm most likely not going to the burn, so probably not going to see you there. I'm trying not to think about it because it makes me want to cry. Speaking of the burn, uh, so we're going to get into a little Burning Man story. If you are new to the show, uh, we talk about Burning Man every episode. And this isn't like your stereotypical, uh, what everyone thinks Burning Man is. What we're doing is breaking down stereotypes because a lot of people think 
Burning Man is this big party in the desert where everyone goes out and does a bunch of drugs and listens to music and everything else. Uh, and a lot of people do. A lot of people do, and, and nothing wrong with that. However, there's a big community of burners uh, who aren't just all about drugs and music and everything else and, and, and get a little more out of Burning Man uh, than just kind of your, your top-level stuff that you would be thinking of like it's a rave in the desert. And I've talked about kind of ridiculous, like ridiculous, uh, the spirituality uh, um, that comes out of Burning Man and, and kind of uh, the connection that a lot of people feel through their relationships and everything else. I've talked about the temple quite a bit. Uh, this week, we're going to be a little bit lighter, um, but I do want to talk. Uh, oh, we'll see you later, Morgan. Uh, that is 100% accurate. That's right. Uh, and uh, so I want to just want to get into kind of a lighter story. Uh, and then if anyone on here has questions about the burn, uh, if you're on the Facebook live, um, hit me up with a question, hit me up with a question. We got some other burners on here. Um, and let, let me just reference the sign real quick. Some kind of see that it says, it says five, it's like five, but there's no AM or PM. Uh, so at burning man, all the streets are, are, are marked by times. It's essentially a big clock. So you have it goes all the way around, um, not all the way around where the city itself is. It does go all the way around, but where the city itself is, um, it isn't, in a, isn't an entire clock. The man sits at 12. Uh, the, the temple sits at 12 further back um, than that out in open playa. And then the city uh, is all organized by, by times on a clock as well as letters for the cross streets. Uh, and then the letters are themed. Uh, this, this previous year was Da Vinci, uh, Da Vinci's workshop. Uh, so everything was, was themed like Da Vinci and, and everything else. Um, some, somebody that's on right now, what was C? Uh, D was Donatello. Uh, I can't remember what B was. Somebody give me C. I mean, that's our address. We're at five and C. Uh, so what happens is they put up all these signs. They're nice signs. Uh, tell you where you are. Extremely important. It's extremely important because you can get lost in the city. It's gigantic. You get lost. It's all over the place. Um, so it's important. What happens is people steal these signs and I always avoid stealing these signs. I've always avoided. But what happened was this year, uh, my wife, Diana was out there pregnant with our daughter, Zofia happened to be her first burn. Uh, so I said, you know what? We, I've always been on five o'clock on the street, five o'clock. Uh, so I went, I actually went pretty far out. I had to keep walking. I was walking quite a ways. Uh, wife's asleep. A bunch of people are out doing, you know, partying and drinking and everything else. Uh, I went and got the sign. Went and took it off with a hand screwdriver, uh, which is not the smartest thing to do. It takes you a little longer than having a power screwdriver, but it is a little quieter. Uh, oh, thank you. No, Capicelli. I don't think it was Capicelli Nugget. Maybe it was. I'm so terrible. I remember Donatello. Um, and No, Botticelli. Botticelli, I feel like. I, don't know, I can't. I can't. It's been... Your brain, you know, even when you're not doing a bunch of drugs and dancing to music, you, like, your brain still gets a little fried because you're out there challenging yourself physically. Um, so anyway, that's where the sign came from. Uh, it's going to stay up there. Everyone can give me a hard time. Uh, but I, I personally know many other people. Some of you may even be on the live stream right now that have a sign, uh, maybe even two of them, you know, so it happens, uh, and you're not supposed to take them. Don't steal the signs. If you go to the burn, especially if you're a noob, you're not allowed to steal the signs. Uh, it's just not allowed. No virgin burner stealing signs. Nobody should steal them, but I had to, this was the one exception I had to steal it this year. Oh man, I'm, we're running out of time. We're doing so good on time. Um, all right, so Burning Man story I want to talk about real quick. Uh, there is a camp called Death Guild. Don't freak out. It's not like ridiculousness. Uh, and they, they're they kind of like a, uh, like kind of a, not emo, what is uh uh, goth, goth. They're kind of goth themed, and they put up this huge uh, geodesic dome out uh, right on Esplanade, which is the last street before you get out to Open Playa, uh, and they call it the Thunderdome. It's called the Thunderdome, 
what they do is if you're familiar with Mad Max and and whichever one of the movie uh, beyond whichever one of them had like the actual Thunderdome in it, uh, they they have these things hanging down and they 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 strap two people in. You can go in there, you you sign up, uh, they strap you in, and you get these like foam bats, and you basically go you go at each other. They'll say go, and it's kind of like. You know, I mean, it's people aren't. There's no like real weapons and stuff. Uh, you know, no, people do get hurt. I mean, you know, that's what happens. Uh, and they do try to make sure, uh, which was which was interesting. We'll get in a little more of that. They they they're not putting people in there that are on like a bunch of drugs. It's it just not happening. Uh, so what happened was this year we went out there uh, one of the nights. We just wanted to go hang out at, at the Thunderdome uh, and and watch some of these fights and. They're comical. It's really funny. Uh, two guys this year, uh, or two guy, girls or guys, I don't know, uh, were in those inflatable T-Rex costumes, and they fought it out in the Thunderdome. It was quite amusing. Uh, when we were there, there was a couple of people in onesies, like a Pikachu onesie and probably another Pokemon onesie, and they were fighting it out. It was, it was really awesome. So we're watching it. It was my pregnant wife, uh, who, who's down on the ground, and they're pumping music, you know, pumping music. And it's just fantastic. It's a very much a concert setting. Uh, and then so my sister-in-law and I, Mary, we start climbing up the dome because you can climb up the dome just like they did in the movies uh they have a point where they cut you off uh because it's just too dangerous to get up there and they have some lights up there and equipment and everything else so we get up as high as we can and we're watching and we're looking like down on people you know play fighting essentially and just rocking out you know they started playing some nine inch nails and we're going crazy um and just had a blast after a while you know my wife diana's down on the ground and i'm like all right we can't you know she can't climb because she's was six months pregnant correct me if i'm wrong honey uh i can't remember how far at least six months uh, and, and so we came down and we were like, where is, and we had a couple other people with us. Uh, one of them happened to be Dante, my brother, uh, another campmate of ours named Chris. And we were like, where are they? Where are they? And, and, uh, and my wife goes, Oh, they're about to get in the Thunderdome. And I look over and they are in line to like go into the Thunderdome. Uh, and they're basically the next ones up to go in there and fight each other, you know, play fight. Uh, so Mary and I look at each other and it like, I think we might have said something, but it was like unspoken. We just immediately started climbing the Thunderdome again to get to the top uh, and then watch two of our campmates duke it out um, in the in the Thunderdome. And it was <laughs> exceptionally funny because uh, they're hitting each other with foam bats and stuff. And then at the end of it, because they're good friends, uh, they go to give each other a hug. And a couple of Thunderdome people are like, you can't hug. You can't be hugging. <laughs> it's like, eh, yeah, but they're friends. <laughs> We're all here to have fun. Uh, but these are the things that happen out in the desert. Uh, six and a half months. Thank you, honey. My wife was six and a half months pregnant uh, out in the middle of the desert uh, for, for nine, eight, nine days, eight, nine, ten days. However, it, it's pretty much eight days of being out there and then you travel and all this other stuff. Uh, but it's just, it's fan these are kind of the fantastic things that happen out at the burn uh, that don't really have to do with drugs. Don't have to do with like uh, EDM and dubstep and all that stereotypical music that you hear at like raves and stuff. Uh, it's just a bunch of people like this Death Guild and Thunderdome. Uh, they're not paid to do this. They bring it out because they know everyone has fun with it and they have fun with it. Uh, and that's what they do all night. And it's just fantastic. It's fantastic. Uh, and especially seeing... Um, a uh, couple friends get to do it, which was which was awesome. Okay, so we're running out of time. Thanks everyone for joining. I think I saw Bobby on there. Hi, Bobby. Uh, it, one more time, if if you if you've joined the live stream, uh, this is Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I'm, I'll say it three more times before we we sign off here. Uh, this is Go Tell It to the Wall uh, podcast. We are available on uh, all of your favorite podcast platforms and there's like podcatcher and all these other ones uh, i host on podomatic uh, so if you're looking for one podomatic is, is a real good um, podcast app you can find all kinds of good podcasts on there um, and of course the easiest and, and kind of the way to go is is itunes and google play um 
10 days. Okay. Okay. 10 days. Yes, it was 10 days. My, my 10 days in the desert. Uh, and, and, so iTunes, Google Play, go on there, subscribe, listen. Uh, we do it weekly. It's usually about an hour. We're running a little bit over this week simply because I got a live stream going here on the Facebook. Uh, and I'm going to skip over. This happens, I don't want to say quite a bit, but it does happen on occasion where we run out of time. Uh, so we got to leave most of the common sense um, segment to the side. But there is one thing I want to talk about. If you've listened to the podcast pre like any other time before, uh, I'm a big proponent of, of mental health. Uh, I suffer from obsessive compulsive disorder as well as uh, obsessive anxiety disorder. Uh, it, and, and I've really, uh, we make it a point for this show to, to champion uh, for awareness for those kinds of things, because it took me a very long time to be able to admit those things. And there are a lot of other uh, kids, young adults, even even older adults uh, th that aren't able to talk about this simply because it's, it's so stigmatized. Um, and so there's one that hit me uh, this past week that I do want to talk about uh, because, you know, I always talk about it's awareness and it's, it's about respecting each other and loving one another and, and, and being there for one another and just being aware uh, when someone is needed, when someone needs that help and is possibly uh, reaching out for help. Uh, and the story I found, there was a teenage teenager who became an Audi mechanic. Audi is a car brand. Uh, and he got this like internship or fellowship, whatever it is. It's a big thing to, to be a, a, a mechanic, like an official uh, mechanic with one of these big car brands. So he gets this fellowship or internship or whatever it is. And, you know, he, he, I believe he was uh, 17, 18 at the time uh, to work with these Audi mechanics. And he goes in and what happened was uh, they started hazing him. Uh, and started harassing him to the point where they were like locking him in a cage. Uh, there was a story that they locked him in a cage, lit him on fire. Uh, you know, he would he would go into the to the Audi mechanic, and immediately they would give him a hard time. There was there was another one where they they said specifically uh, he walked into work and and they were like, oh, I'm surprised you're back today, and giving him a hard time, all this other stuff. Um, and he's still living with his parents, young kid, young teen, you know, uh, older teenager, but still a kid living with his parents. And he even kind of reached out to his parents for help. And had said, you know, I, I don't want to go back there. I don't want to go back there. Uh, and probably not saying exactly, I'm being harassed. I'm being locked in a cage and lit on fire and literally being harassed every day. Uh, however, he was somewhat reaching out for help. He was saying, I don't want to go back there. And these are the kinds of things. And what happened was his dad said to him, you know what? And didn't say suck it up. He, he was actually, it sounded somewhat compassionate. But basically said, no, 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 you got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it. Not recognizing those warning signs. Well, what happened was he couldn't deal with it anymore. He was being harassed. Uh, and not long after that, committed suicide. Committed suicide. Uh, because he was being hazed and harassed in his workplace. In his workplace. Kid was like 17. 17 years old. And he did. And I wouldn't put this blame on his parents or his father. Because they didn't see it. But what we can do, what we can do, wall fans, what I can do, what all of us can do as a society is increase that awareness. Talk to people. You don't know what everyone's going through. Talk to someone who may seem a little depressed. You know, help them however you can because there's a good chance that they don't know how to talk about it or they don't want to talk about it because they're embarrassed or they just don't know exactly what it is they're feeling. And this is why it's important to have that compassion. And a little bit of understanding. And even if you don't have full understanding, just be aware of those kinds of things. You know, if you think someone could be getting bullied, be aware of it and talk to them about it. Do what you can. It's all about awareness. We're really, we're all in this thing together. 
regardless of politics and all this other stuff and how you feel about certain things that could be a hot button issue, you know, we're all in this together. We all got to live on this rock together. That's what we got to do. And we need more of people supporting each other and lifting each other up because that's what's important. And that's what we need so much more of in this world and in this society. And I ask all of you wall fans, use common sense. Hi, Chris. Chris joined uh, right at the end of the podcast, Chris, right at the end. I hope you've subscribed as well. Uh, that's what we need more of It's compassion. We're going to lift each other up. That's what we do here at the wall at go tell it to the wall. We lift each other up uh, and, and we're going to continue to do that. So I'm going to leave the live stream going for just a few more minutes, uh, but we are going to sign off. I'm way over time this week. Um, thank you all for listening on the podcast. Don't sign off yet on the live stream. We're going to give a little bit, a little extra minute on there. Uh, but as always, thank you all of you for listening. Um, it is it is greatly appreciated. If you're a first-time listener, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you found something you enjoy. If you've been listening for a long time, like someone like Darshan, uh, thank you for sticking around. I expect some good comments after this one uh, from those of you that usually give them to me. Kevin, you were a little too quiet. Uh, uh, today, I expect a little more out of you, you know, um, it, but all, as always, thank you for joining. Thank you for sticking around. Um, thank you. Those of you that are on live stream, you know, stay there for just a minute. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to go for like another minute there. Elena, you're late to the party, but I hope you have subscribed. Uh, I think Elena has subscribed. Uh, so as always, thank you all for joining. This has been episode 20, episode 20. It is a banner episode for Go Tell to the Wall podcast. Uh, I'm particularly proud about this one, even though it's kind of all over the place because we do, uh, we do, uh, this is a new thing with the live stream. Uh, but as always, this is Go Tell to the Wall podcast. Uh, I am, I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Uh, and always remember wall fans, new fans, new subscribers, Tuners in on the Facebook Live. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter where you go, no matter who you meet, every day, always remember to use common sense. <laughs>